Hello and welcome once again to our uh, to our uh, Wednesday reflection, I guess midweek reflection. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, welcome. My name is Manuel. Uh, I'm, I'm the pastor here in SCC. Um, so so glad that you that you join us. And if you're part of the SCC family, then welcome as well. You know, one of the one of the things that I did not expect and I've learned a lot since becoming a parent um, is the value of quiet, the value of silence. And if any of you has younger kids, uh, you probably know what I'm what I'm talking about. And and just learn to value that because those times of quiet of silence become far and few in between. And you know, in the way of Jesus, quiet silence is, is just is more than just a, a nice moment. Quiet is, is a kind of a spiritual discipline in and of itself. Now, when we talk about, about the practice of, of quiet, that really in the Christian tradition is called silence and solitude, uh, we find that all over the, the, the life of Jesus. talk about that we actually talk about two dimensions uh, external and internal external is when you is when you silence all the noise outside of you you, you may turn the TV off you take your headphones out uh, you close the door you, you get away from, from from a few days whatever it is to so just to set your brain your senses before God uh, to have a moment without the non-stop stimuli of the of the modern world you know, that constant hum that seems to surround us all the time. What, what has been referred to as the dictatorship of, of noise in our life. Um, and really, an external quiet is, is mostly a matter of logistics. You can get out of town, you can schedule it, schedule it, you can go hiking, you can wake up early before everyone else. Uh, you can wait for your, your spouse to take the, the kids on a walk for 30 or minutes or so. But internal quiet is a whole different game. Eternal, internal quiet is when you, when you silence all of the noise inside of you, in your brain, in your heart, the distractions, all the, the videos, the playing in your mind, uh, all the, the, the mental chatter, the, the rumination over the past, the, the regret, the shame, the anger, the acrimony, the, the replaying of a conversation or a careless word, um, a worry, that kind of, of mapping of the worst case scenarios that sometimes is looping over and over and over again. And that is not to mention all the stuff that comes, that comes from your heart, your affections, your attachments, An internal quiet is far more difficult because it's about, it's about calming and centering your mind and through that your heart itself to the center of desire in the person of God and his love. But more than that, it is about yielding. 
Let me read today uh, Psalm 133, 131, I'm sorry, that I think helps drive this point home. My heart is not proud, Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me. But I have calmed and quieted myself. I am like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child, I am content. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, both now and forevermore. What, a, what an interesting metaphor, that of a weaned child. And, and we may ask ourselves, what's the difference between a weaned child and one that has not been weaned yet? And really, the difference is that a weaned child, when they don't get food or milk on demand, they don't throw a temper tantrum or freak out or scream or get angry. They have learned to wait for food. So as the, as the psalmist puts it, prayer is about quiet and calm. It's about four, far more than just a mindful quest to center ourselves, to center our attentions on God. It is about yielding over the illusion of control to God the letting go of outcomes in our lives and the coming to surrender to Jesus in a relational posture towards the Father. And Jesus himself did this when he said, not my will, but yours be done. But to end today, I just want to read um, the last paragraph uh, on Frederick Buchner's uh, memoir that I think helps wrap this up. I have written at length about the way God speaks through the hieroglyphics of all things that happen to us, and I believe that is true. But I have come to believe more and more that God also speaks through the fathomless quiet of the holy place within us all which is beyond the power of anything that happens to us to, happens to, to us to touch, although many things that happen to us block our access to it, make us forget that it that even exists. I believe that this quiet and holy place in us is God's place, and what is what marks us as God's. Even when we have no idea of seeking it, I think various things can make us blindly aware of its presence a work of art, beauty, sometimes sorrow or joy, sometimes just the quality of a moment that apparently has nothing special about it. Like the sound of waters, water over stones in a stream or sitting alone with your feet up at the end of a hard day. See what deadens us most to God's presence within us, I think, is the inner dialogue that we are continuously engaged with ourselves, the endless chatter of human thought. I suspect that there's nothing more crucial to the true spiritual comfort than being able from time to time to stop that chatter, including the chatter of spoken prayer. If we choose, choose to seek the silence of the holy place or to open ourselves to seeking it, I, to seeking, I'm sorry, I think There's no sure way to do that 
than by keeping silent. Thank you.